0: Captain Midnight Talk to you every day, Monday through Friday, by the makers of Ovaltine Now tonight, we're going to let Mother and Dad take a back seat for a while Because we've something special here just for you fellows and girls Now, you've been listening to Captain Midnight for a good long while now, haven't you? You've been following his thrilling adventures and daring exploits, and you've been wishing you could do all those exciting things that he does just the way he does them. You've been wishing you could be just like Captain Midnight yourself. Of course you have. Every red-blooded young American wants to be able to do big things, to be husky and hearty and full of the pep and energy and good spirits that make people admire you just the way they admire Captain Midnight. Well, sir, here's what to do if you really want to be as husky and hearty and full of pep as Captain Midnight is. Here's what to do if you want to be right up there at your tip-top desk. Drink Oval tea and eat three good meals every single day. Not just now and then, understand... But get those three good meals, and you're smacking good Ovaltine with each meal every single day. So remember that, won't you, fellows and girls? And when you're listening to Captain Midnight's Adventures tonight, you just say to yourself, I'd better start drinking my Ovaltine with every meal and making sure I get three good meals every day so I can really be at my tip-top best like Captain Midnight is. Believe me, that's the way I want to be. Yes, sir, that's the way to feel. Make up your mind right now that with Ovaltine's help, you're going to be the way you really want to be. More and more like Captain Midnight every day. And now, on with the thrill-packed chapter, Suicide Squadron with Captain Midnight. At the conclusion of yesterday's adventure, disaster struck with lightning-like speed. In striving desperately to protect the flying fortresses warring toward the smoke-shrouded island in the western Pacific, Captain Midnight's dive bomber was struck by a Jap suicide pilot flying a zero. The dive bomber's left wing was completely torn off, and the remainder of the plane, spinning crazily, plunged for the darkened sea below. Our scene continues at once from the stricken plane. Although the left wing has completely disappeared, the plane's interphone still works. Captain Midnight has just cut the engine switches. Listen. Get ready, Eppie. We've got to bail out. Yeah, yeah, we've we got to do that. What's the matter with you? Are you hurt? No, I... Uh, everything seems out kind of dark for a few seconds, Jeff. I'm all right now. How high are we? Four thousand. We're going down fast. The altitude legs. We've got to get out and get out quick. Uh, dirty, steely, Never like mind it. him. If we don't get out of here at once, we won't get out at all. Unbuckle your safety belts. Pull that hatchback. Uh, I'm just kind of dizzy, Captain, with and over and over. Back now, before you get any worse, slide that hatch back. Okay, I'm trying to get it. How about yours? It's already open. Quick now, get ready to jump. Okay, I can stand it up on the seat. Look out for that wing. When you jump, jump backwards. Okay, I'm ready. How about you? I'm all set. Jump, my jump quick. we got to make a delayed jump anyway, otherwise it's you will forget it. We've got to get away from this plane before we can pull our ripcords. Jump, my jump now. Please, Cap, let's jump together. Otherwise we get separated. We gotta be able to find each other in the water. All right. We'll both leave on the count of three. One, two, three. And on the count of three, Captain Midnight and the faithful Mud leave the plane together. Whirling right wing barely misses them as it whips around, and the two secret squadron agents plummet rapidly toward the black waters, gauging their altitude by the wreckage floating on the surface. Then, at the last moment, Captain Midnight pulls his cord, and Mud follows suit reports the two chutes open. And in a few brief seconds, Captain Midnight and Mud drop into the water. In the meantime, furious tie battle above is continuing. We go to the diet bomber, phoned by Chuck Ramsey, with Joyce in the rear seat. It's only a few seconds since the jump Zero tore off Captain Midnight's weight. Listen to Joyce cries over the interphone. I can't see them, I don't know what's happened. The last I saw the plane, it was falling fast. The last plane had been completely torn off. We've got to go down, Chuck. We've got to go down. But look at Bob Joyce. Those Jap zeros are still diving. There's one coming from the nearest fortress now. We got to protect it. But what about Captain Midnight and We we can't do it. We can't help them now, Joyce. There was some they may come to in time to bail out. But we couldn't do anything for them. We couldn't land on the water even if we knew where they were. Well, at least we know what direction this is from the island. When the fight's over, we can come back. Right, but the fight isn't over. Get ready for that zero. I see him. Is he coming for us or the fortress? He's going for the fortress. That's what all these chapsters are doing. They must know they're bringing reserve supplies of gas for the smoke screen. The gunners on the fort have opened up. I haven't got many shells left. So wait till I close range. Okay, but don't wait too long. Now. You got him. I don't know whether it was me or the gunners from the fortress. Anyway, lead was pouring in them from every direction. looks loops were closer to the island than I thought. The smoke screen's just ahead attention, all American pilots, smoke screen just ahead. Remember landing instructions. Our pilots will keep circling within smoke screen to await time. That is all. Look at that, Chuck. There are only a few zeros left. Yeah, but they're going to take a last crack at the fourth center of the smoke screen. There they dive now. We're too far away to help. Where's Lieutenant Cross? I don't know. We lost them just after Captain Midnight's plane was hit. But it's getting awfully dark. Pretty soon it'll be hard to see anything. Those last zeros are just above the fortress. A of There's one jet bursting into flames. Yeah, there's another one. Paul, one of them glided with the fortress. Both planes are catching on fire. Oh, I sure hope the crew of the fort gets away. We have a lot of pilots in the water. We've got to do something about them. I'm gonna do that right now. These men have all had instructions. They'll try to swim toward the smoke screen. HNSS two to HQ. HNSS two to HQ. Over. HQ HNSS two. Over. Many pilots and members of Fortress crews in water. Send out boats to pick them up. Okay, SSU. You're diving, Chuck. Where are you going? We're going back to see if we can find Captain Midnight and The fortresses that are left are entering this full street. Saving Captain Midnight and Mud is the most important thing in the world now. And now, we go back in time to the moment when Captain Midnight and Mud dropped into the ocean under their parachutes. In the distance, can be heard the fading sounds of the furious sky battle above. After kicking loose from his parachute harness, Captain Midnight tries vainly to see the faithful mud in the water about him. Listen as he calls. Uh, mud! Oh, Mud! Uh, that's strange. He was close to me when we hit the water. Captain Midnight! Captain Midnight! Oh, there he is. Help me right there. I, I, was, I was afraid I'd look. I ain't doing so good. What's the matter? I must have wrenched my right shoulder. I can't seem to use my right arm very well. Can you keep above water? Well, I can try, but... You know, I ain't much of a swimmer. We'll make it again. If necessary, I can put it myself. Evan, yeah, we won't be able to make any time. Maybe we can find a life raft floating around. There's a whole bunch of planes crashed into the water. Yeah, I know it. If we can't find a raft, we might be able to find a piece of wreckage that floats. Which direction is the island? I'm looking for it now. It's so dark. I can't see much. You can tell with the stars, Captain... Now oh, you bet I can. There's the North Star. We want to head northwest. Well, come on, let's start swimming. Uh-oh. Don't look like I'm going to do so good. I'll have to tow you. Look, you fall on your back. I'll pull you along. Gee, I sure hate to have you do that, Captain. Don't worry about that. Great Scott. There's a searchlight to the northwest. Must be coming from a boat. It's a Japs. A lot of their pilots are in the water as well as ours. They're coming out to pick them up. Yeah. We've got to steer clear. If they get too close, we'll play possum. Yeah, we can float on our backs like we was dead. Uh-oh. They'll probably put a few bullets through us just to make sure we are. Don't forget it, Keith. We've got a lot of men in the water, too. Amanda mcdonald will be doing something about that. Yeah, and besides, and George must have seen us go down. Yeah, I'll bet they'll be back looking for us. You know they will. They'll be boats putting out to the island. Of course, they'll be, they'll be taking chances when they get too far from the smoke stream. You got any idea how far out we are? Not sure, but I think about four or five miles. That's an awful long way to swim. Especially with a bum shoulder. We'll make it somewhere. Don't forget have all night. It'll be a lot harder for the Jets to discover us in this dark during the day. All right, turn over on your back now. I'll start towing. And in the meantime, Chuck and Joyce return to where they believe Captain Midnight and Mud dropped into the ocean. As we them up now, Chuck is flying with a reduced speed low above the surface of the ocean with his landing lights throwing a broad beam over the choppy waters. Listen as he exclaims, no, Joyce, I haven't seen a thing yet. Only some parachutes, but there wasn't anyone near them. Well, were they white or yellow? Right. Whoever dropped under them must have started swimming for the island. Well, there's another one now. Oops, well, look. Three or four. I'll turn a little so I can see better. Right. Look, if I could only be in the front cockpit with you. It's dark behind the plane. I, I can't see a thing. I can see five chutes. Two of them are yellow and three of them are white. Well... Do you see anybody? Yeah. Now, there's one man swimming. There, he's raising his arm out of the water. He's pleading for help. Is he a Jap or an American? He's an American, I'm sure. But we've got to help him, Chuck. I know. We can drop our life raft. All right, we'll do it. I'll circle around and come back. Then I'll throttle down and you drop it out. And again, we return to Captain Midnight. The secret squadron commander has been pulling the faithful Mud along as rapidly as possible. Now, for the moment, he's resting. On one side of them can be seen the searchlights of a patrol boat, and on the opposite side, almost out of sight, is a low flying plane with landing lights sweeping the water below. Listen, as Mud says, quickly. that's a plane, all right. It's searching the water with its landing lights. I bet you anything, it's Chuck and Joyce. Yeah, probably is, Iggy, but we can't be sure. This boat on the other side. I'll bet anything it's a jet. Well, it's got to be. We don't have any patrol boats like that on the island. Uh-oh. Get closer. As close as you can. We don't want them to see us. Listen. Boots throttling down. Wait, Scott. firing a machine God, gun. Scott, dirty, stinking rat. You know what they're doing, don't you? Yes, I do. They're pulling their own men out of the water. Machine gunning any Americans they front. They're starting up again. Which way is it turning? I'm not sure. Judging from the sound, I think it's getting closer. Yeah, I know it is. I can see the searchlight out of the corner of my eye. sweeping this way. they the sight the over again. they leave waiting to find out whether any American's alive or not. They're just making sure he ain't. Yeah. Down. Down. Get as I think they're turning. Way to go, people. That light's getting bright. The water round's just as bright as day. They're bound to so see us. They can't help us. This may be it, but... We seem to be having a conference. Are you hit, sir? No, not yet. Jesse guess you wasn't fired at us. Uh, they're going on. That's that searchlight ain't... It's being held on us. And don't move a muscle. Get him ready to fire at us. Dive, Mud. Swim underwater. A churning splash. The secret squadron agents dive for safety beneath the surface. Will they escape the stream of machine gun bullets which is pouring at them? And if they can, how far can they possibly swim underwater before coming up for air? Remember, Mud has a badly wrenched shoulder. The next few seconds are packed with plenty of excitement. So be sure to tune in next Monday as we begin a new and thrilling chapter, Prisoner of the Jacks. And now, a word of warning. Never confuse Ovaltine with any of those chocolate flavorings for milk. And don't ever think Ovaltine is like those chocolate-flavored drinks made with skim milk that are delivered to your home in bottles. No, Ovaltine is nothing like these. Ovaltine is in a class by itself. It's an important supplementary food drink recognized the world over again as an ideal strengthening food. Now remember that and never accept any kind of substitute. Start drinking Ovaltine today and don't forget only Ovaltine can give Ovaltine results. And tune in Monday, same time, same station to Captain Midnight. Until Monday then. This is Pierre André, your old announcer, saying goodbye and half the land.